0: That's good. Are
1: these
0: the ones... Those should be on.
1: Uh, there's plugged in here, is that
0: right? Yeah, that should be fine. Just pop them on and see if they work. Ooh, Bit tangled. Yeah, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, last week or so, my submissions have started working for me, Sick. which is nice. Uh, we're recording, by the way. <laughs> I got I got that in on the recording, just to say. I know it's not about ego or bragging or anything, but whatever, yeah. Charles. Do you know what? All I, I'm going to talk... I might talk about it, because I've been working at it so hard... Uh, for so long, and I've never really managed to nail submissions, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it started coming good. They start coming. I'm just going to move your microphone
1: slightly. I think I said that to you actually when you first started. I said, "Don't go. don't focus on the submissions; just focus on the position I think we spoke. And the submissions will come. There we go. I think
0: I literally think we, we spoke about that in our first podcast. So um, about like beginning and movement and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's working. Position before submission. Yeah, exactly. Um, hello, everybody. Uh, yeah, I'm slightly ram. It is uh, two geese in a pod. Uh, We are here. uh, uh, My name's Charles Dennett and I am currently a one-stripe white belt. And opposite me, uh, we've got Josh Ayres, a Josh uh, four-stripe blue belt. Good evening or good morning, wherever you are. Yeah, you might be listening to this, I suppose, any time of the day. Uh, Yeah, good news as well. Bit of housekeeping from us to start with. Um, We're now on iTunes yay at last yeah at last it's taken us a little while but you can now search for us um on itunes makes the whole process of listening to the podcast so much easier particularly if you've got an apple device uh because you can just search for us on the uh, podcast app yep and we're there Yep, and you can just hit subscribe and whenever we do a new podcast it'll download uh and it's just a whole lot easier to be honest with you so um So, yeah, um, rather than having to faff about listening on SoundCloud and stuff like that. Well, depends what you want, really. I guess it depends what you want. But just saying the option is there. um, So, yeah, you can finally listen to us on iTunes. Um, Yeah, uh, and it's been a a good week. Uh, Last night was probably the... The... (sighs) It kind of goes in phases, doesn't it, I think? Because I started uh, jiu-jitsu last year just as we were going into the winter months. Mm. And we started turning up in the dark and it was cold and you couldn't feel your feet whilst yeah. you were rolling and stuff. And we had the heaters on. Yep. And then last night, it was the first one. It was like being in a swimming pool of sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to jiu-jitsu in the summer. <laughs> yeah, it was super hot. Um, but it was nice, to be honest with you, that we could have the the door open, the fan blowing... It was a good session. So yeah, the the summer is finally coming to the UK. You imagine for this that. week, anyway.
1: I see. You imagine that in in uh, training in Australia in forty degree heat.
0: Yeah, that's it. Manassas are black belts. Like this isn't hot at all. Like he's just he's just chilling out because compared he's to, Russian. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> that's a terrible accent. Uh, compared to um, compared to Brazil, um, it's really chilly still. Anyway, um, what are we talking about today? We are talking about uh, injuries. Oh, yes. My favourite topic. Something you know lo- a lot about. So, uh, Unfortunately. Uh, basically, a few things around injuries. Talking about the difference between in- being injured and being hurt. Uh, kind of two different things. We'll talk a bit about overtraining as well compared to being injured. Uh, things like maintaining your mindset when you're injured. Uh, and also returning after injury as Mm. well, which is quite a big one too. So I guess we'll start start at the beginning. How do you know when you're injured? Sounds like a stupid question, but there is a
1: difference between being hurt and being injured, isn't there? Yeah, do you know what? Actually, the best example I could probably give of this, is actually, it's a video I watched of uh, Daniel Cormier, and uh, he's teaching a little... um, Uh, kids class like wrestling Uh and uh, one of the kids is crying because he's like he took a little knock on the knee or something like that and uh, Daniel Cormier he sort of kneels down and he says can you continue? Right. And the kid's like (laughs) I don't know. And he's like (laughs) if you can continue you're only just hurt walk it off you're fine if you can't continue at all you're injured stay off the mat there's something along the lines of that. It's a very simple way of thinking about it but it works doesn't it? It is pretty much yeah I mean it Let's say you, I don't know, you you sweep someone and you land a little bit awkwardly, but it's just like a little bruise or something Mm. on your knee, you know, just, oh, it just hurts. Maybe it hurts for like a few days or something. Um, So that's just hurt. You shake it off, you know, you're fine. Carry on rolling or whatever. But it's it's when you wake up the next day and you're like, oh, okay, my knee doesn't like, you know, there's a difference between that hurts when I touch it here or this feels weird when I move it in this certain way. And then... I kind of have felt like um, I've been half and
0: half in between being hurt and injured. Yeah, I have a dodgy left elbow. Yeah, it's like I always talk about this. Well, I say always talk about it. I talk about it sometimes, and my left elbow is dodgy for some for some reason. It just naturally is. I have very clicky elbows anyway, but naturally, and this has actually been great for me because it's made me really realise that I need to work on uh, what I'm doing with my arms when I'm uh, in mount when someone's mounted on me or something because I always seem to get armbarred on my (laughs) left arm. And um, I remember the first time it happened, one of the guys at our club, Rob, just absolutely pinged an armbar on me. And and you know sometimes, like, if the guy falls very quickly and it's a very fluid movement, they can just come on naturally. It's not deliberate by the guy, because as they fall, the hips go up, Mm -hmm. and it comes on quick. And it it hurt. It hurt. Something went. And my arm ached for, like, a good two weeks afterwards and i rolled with like a tuba grip yep. bandage on yep. and then it got better and then i did someone did it to me again I think it might have been you did it to me oh, thanks and, man no, it's fine, <laughs> and it hurt again and then weirdly like i was thinking to myself mm, this is a bit chronic like i i actually at one point didn't roll because it was hurting me so much and then i thought to myself yeah i'm a bit worried about this and then, weirdly, I it got better, and I was rolling with Damon, yep. and Damon put the most vicious, like, spinning armbar onto me and did it so hard that, like, it's fixed it. like It's, <laughs> it's like, popped like, it back into yeah, place. Yeah, I don't know what he's done, but, like, it's, it's kind of sorted. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, no, 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 no. Oh, it, oh, it's fine, and like ever since it's been fine. I've maybe had no problem. Maybe like
1: it's uh, an intense massage he gave you.
0: Maybe. <laughs> Do you know what? I think maybe it's just kind of like Damon's sort of like rough love with the old arm bars. Anyway, it worked. <laughs> like it, it's it's sorted. But I was thinking, I was just dreading having to go to the doctors and be like, my elbow hurts. Why does your elbow hurt? I did it during Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Stop doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu.
1: Oh no no no. The the key one is. Or what's jiu-jitsu? <laughs> It's like judo submission wrestling but different And the yeah. doctor yeah, the doctor's <laughs> gonna be
0: like, Is it a contact sport? Is there a high risk of injury? Uh just stop doing then it. Then do it, do it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was once told that's the difference between a doctor and a physiotherapist. So a doctor, if you go to a doctor and go, Oh, I injured my I injured my knee whilst I was out running, yeah. The doctor will go, Well stop running. Yeah. Stop running. Like clearly your knees don't see running, so stop running. A physiotherapist will be like oh okay so you're a runner and you
1: need let's do some exercises so you can get back running again yeah is that kind of your experience as well do you know what i was just about to say that is completely my uh, my experience on it my uh, physio who i see is a sports physio and um he's very very good and he doesn't just get you back to normality he gets you back to competing again because yeah that's it that's his whole thing he's a sports um, physiotherapist and uh he is exactly the same. Whenever I uh, went to see the doctors about knee injuries or anything like that, it was always like, "Yep, yeah, just give up jiu jitsu." And I'm like, "I can't just give up." That is not an option. Up- yeah, you is- do not understand. <laughs> exactly, it's my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, whereas, then I go and see Ian, and uh, it's like, right, "Right, what we need to do is we need to strengthen this part of your leg and do blah blah blah, and we're going to support your knee." And it's like, "Great, that's all I wanted to hear." Actually, putting a plan in place, I think that's
0: something that's. Um that's kind of key, actually, and w- we kind of inadvertently moved on to returning after injury as well. I think the th- the thing is is that kind of approach to being injured. So if you have genuine... We should say, like, we're not saying by any means that if you are genuinely injured and something genuinely is hurting and you are worried and concerned about it, just don't roll. Just yeah. don't roll. Yeah. Don't drill.
1: No, There's going to be no pressure from any of your gym mates. No. I, I don't think. No, no, not at all. I mean, just... I'd still advise to go along to your classes and watch. Uh, It depends what type of mentality you've got, because my problem is when I go... If I am injured and I go along and watch a class, I'm tempted... To you know, to join in. I like, know, oh.
0: I know of many ca- incidents where you've been seventy-five percent, and you've always said before the session, "Guys, I'm not rolling. Don't let me roll." <laughs> and then, like, I'll turn round to when we start rolling, and you'll be there, like kneeling, ready to uh,
1: slap and bump. I actually did that yesterday. <laughs> I I messaged Joe uh, midday yesterday because my knee's been like killing me the last week or so, and I said, I messaged Joe on WhatsApp, and I said, "Joe, don't let me roll tonight, mate. My knee's not hundred percent." So you know, I'm just gonna do technique, and uh, yeah, we get to the class, and I'm like, yeah, actually, Joe, my knee's feeling alright, so I'm gonna to roll tonight. And Joe's like, well, if anything happens, dude, like you know, don't put this on me. Yeah, don't say it in warn you. Exactly. I
0: guess yeah. I guess we're saying so. If 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 you are genuinely injured, just don't roll. There's no there's no stress from anybody. Don't drill. If you want to be a proper jujitsu nerd and still get something out of it and this is like mental approach to being injured, yeah. you can still go along to classes. Yeah, you can definitely. be that guy who takes
1: the notebook. Oh, hell yeah. Film it all on your phone. Exactly. Well, it's better than sitting at home and not doing jiu-jitsu when you would normally be in the gym anyway. So it's, it's better than just stewing about the fact that you can't do anything, isn't it? Exactly.
0: I think. Um, so that's kind of like the mindset. How have you found it... What do you think the difference is between being injured and being overtrained?
1: They talk about, you, you see a lot of stuff online about overtraining in yeah. Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I think, um, in terms of that, I mean, because it, well, it comes back to this whole point of like what we were discussing earlier it's just how do you know if you're hurt or injured? Um, you, you get a sense of that after a while because you get to know your body more. So the more you train, you know how your body's going to react to, to uh, you know, doing intense training. Um, I would say, personally, for me, overtraining. Um, when I know I've been overtrained, it's just everyday things like I'm very lethargic and tired throughout the day. Hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't quite have that pop in my training sessions, you know, like that that burst of energy or something. Um, it, you know, you'll 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 know when you've overtrained. Uh, things will just things things will hurt when they don't normally hurt. If yeah, you, if you know what I mean. Um, and you've got to strike. I find well, you've got to strike a balance, really, um, and especially if you're training for a competition. Um, so that's why we like, you know, the week before the competition shouldn't be doing any hard rolling, really. You get, one, you're going to risk injury, and two, you just, there's no point. You need you need to let your body recover. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, a lot of it comes down to experience because the thing is, um, you know, overtraining it, it can be a bit of a myth because. You know, one person's warm up could be another person's workout. Yeah. One person's workout could be another person's warm up. Yeah. You know, so it's all it's it's all um, it's all individualized. You know what yeah. I mean? Um So yeah, I mean, um, it, it's it's hard to say, really. I mean, you 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 will know if you've been injured. Um, it will just be like like your arm. Your think, arm. Think... Your arm was injured because it's a persistent, ongoing thing. It's not like. I feel a bit tired today or something like this hurts a little bit but then the next day you're kind of all right I think I think that's um I think that's a kind of uh quite
0: a good way of testing it actually is like if it's if it's I think I'm injured Mm. then you're not injured like you will know you will know like it's not a nickel or something like it is you'll know yeah yeah nobody goes oh I I think I might have injured my it's like no you 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 know if you've injured it
1: yeah I mean, but then you do get like acute pain and um oh, what's the chronic pain chronic pain yeah so um you know some guys might have problems with their shoulders or something and then it, progressively i mean it, it, it you might have like an acute onset of shoulder pain and it yeah. might last for like maybe a week and a half two weeks but then it will just so slowly, you know, sort of ease off, and then, you, then you'll be fine again. So that's more of an acute injury, and you know, you'll you'll be fine from that. But then you've got the chronic pain, where like, your shoulder—it's like, oh man, it's like it's been six weeks now, and it is just—it's getting progressively worse. And then you'll just find that you keep trying to train through it, and that's sometimes the worst thing—is yeah. you keep w- trying, like, try, yeah, you're basically you're training through an injury. Sometimes you've just got to go, you've got to say to yourself, and. This is where me personally, I need someone to tell me, "Yeah, no, Josh, that's enough." Yeah. Um. Some people can do it on their own. My problem is, I'll, I'll train till I die. Yeah, so yeah. I, I need people to tell me that's you just, enough.
0: You just love it too much, type. Thing. I do.
1: I'm addicted. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I'm addicted to jujitsu. Um, whether it's a healthy addiction, <laughs> I don't know. Probably not for my body. Amount <laughs> of injuries I've had, but, um. Yeah, uh, I think you've got to know when, when to uh, lay it off, basically.
0: I think as well, there are some very basic things that you can do uh, as well to try and prevent ever getting... I mean, chances are if you train for an extended period of time, we're talking years, you will get injured at some point. That's I think that's natural. Any I mean, contact sport you will. Exactly. Yeah. It could be rugby, it could be anything. Um, but there are always things that you can do to try and minimise the chance of that happening. Yep, stretches for M- one. Yeah, big, I mean, big one. I I don't stretch anywhere near as much as I should. I don't think. I I think if you, I think if everybody looked themselves in the mirror, they probably don't stretch as much as they should.
1: They don't. I I mean, I go through periods of it, but I honestly think stretching is the number one thing of injury prevention. Yeah, and the number one thing.
0: And knowing how to stretch properly as well, because there's a lot of guys get foam rollers and just start doing stuff. You've got to know mm-hmm. how to actually use them properly and stretch properly. You know, I think as you get more advanced, the yoga stuff, I think as you get to higher belt levels, I think it's about more and more marginal gains, isn't it, for yeah. really improving your game in certain areas. And I think yeah. yoga and stuff like that can really help as yeah. well, yeah. both for flexibility and for that. But even like basic stuff, you know, if you, it's not so much. I mean, we we've mentioned before. It kind of goes without saying. Just your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't expect to come and roll like a, a like an absolute warrior if you've been out, you know, drinking all night and uh, and then smoke, you know, and smoking and what have you. Like, yeah. it's
1: just not going to happen. It's not. No, I mean, and the problem is as well. And if you've got a bad diet. Um, yeah. You know, on top of all your drinking and smoking, you're going to cause a um, an inflammation response in your body, um, especially something like jiu-jitsu where you need supple joints as well. You know, it's, it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah,
0: yeah, there's stuff like that. And then there's really super basic stuff. Like, it's not really injuries as such, but just preventative things like taping your fingers. Yeah. You know, I, I have actually now got to a stage where I should start taping my fingers because I'm getting some big big lumps because i do a lot of try to do a lot of grip fighting basically mm. and um yeah for the cost of some dirt cheap tape like and just five minutes yeah of being bothered just ahead of a class it's well it's more of a prevention as well prevention is the best cure yeah basically. it is yeah. basically yeah um i think taping your fingers if you don't know how to do it as well that's not a that's not a reason not to because there are loads of good tutorials on on uh on the internet about how to do it my fingers are getting pretty nasty, yours are all right, actually. you you've had. Considering how long you've been doing it for, you're well, not that too one's bad.
1: pretty screwed. Oh,
0: yeah, that's quite that's yeah, that's not straight anymore. That's a side no. lump. Uh, yeah,
1: but if you look at the ends of them, they're all lumpy as well. Yeah, so, they're pretty mashed up. Yeah, but uh, to be fair, I mean, as much as I do use grips in the gear, I, I, I do use a lot of wrist control and, and Kimura grips, so maybe that's why maybe that's why bad. it is. Yep, yeah. maybe.
0: Um, uh, th- the other thing which I was we touched on briefly was that mindset staying positive whilst you're injured it is hard particularly if you are an addict or if you love it so much because if you've got a load of mates who are just out training all the time it's hard to keep yourself upbeat you yeah. just you just kind of go into a bit of a spiral really
1: yeah i'm not going i'm not going to lie and and sugarcoat it it's difficult when yeah. when especially when you have like a big injury like uh for instance, a few years ago when I broke my leg. And I'll, I'll give a shout out to Martin, Martin Ward, because I, I did get told off um, by his wife because I didn't mention his name because he was, he was the culprit who broke my leg. Oh, how did he do that? Uh, we, were, uh, we were training. It was like a Sunday morning and um, we were doing some stand-up rounds. That's like judo and wrestling. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, he did a duck under and, and got my back and he went to uh, take me down uh kinda of, not like a suplex, but sort of sort of like it uh and I hooked my leg in in the back of his to prevent the takedown and um we just fell awkwardly, and my foot kind of went up one way, and my leg went the other way with his weight on top of me Ugh. and it was a freak accident, but it like Kind of like snapped my ankle. Um, Nasty. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was pretty awful. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like I said, two weeks before I went on holiday as well. Oh, so uh, nightmare. Yeah, girlfriend was not happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, when that happened, uh, I was just thinking. I was in the cast for like about eight weeks, and you know, your immediate reaction is like, oh shit, I can't train for eight weeks. Yeah. Um, and you know, like I said, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You, 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 initially you are down about it. Because you're just like, you're literally thinking, oh man, like, imagine if someone came along to you today and said, Charles, you're not allowed to do jiu jitsu for like at I, least two months. I'd be honest with you, I'm going on holiday next week. The thought of not doing it for a week. I'm like, well, every-
0: everyone's going to have a week on me. They're going to be shown techniques whilst I'm away. I won't be there. I don't know what they'll be. Yeah. Like, I'm like, huh, ah, Because ah, you know, I absolutely love it. And I'm training kind of three, four times a week at the moment. So the thought of not being able to do it for eight weeks, like two months. Yeah. And then the thought of coming back yep. and having to get yourself... It
1: takes a month to get back to where you were before you had the time off. Yep. Oh the the best thing you can do is just keep jiu-jitsu on the brain yeah like honestly the, the moment you stop thinking about jiu-jitsu or stop uh like being involved in jiu-jitsu is the moment where you will go you you'll, you, you won't do anything jiu-jitsu related um and you won't learn anything because the thing is even if you're injured and you're off the mats you can still learn loads um and uh like well when i um came back from my knee surgery i mm-hmm. still made sure i went to the sessions to watch yeah you know i couldn't couldn't obviously train so still healing from my knee operation but i had just just being in that environment you know watching everyone train watching people roll when you watch people roll you see so many things that you know you wouldn't normally because obviously when you're rolling at the same time the sense in, of perspective you just don't it have is. it yeah i yeah. think i think that's uh one of the things
0: which You know, I think if you're not doing it already, which presumably most people do, but making the most, you know, if you're sitting out rounds or whatever, and it's a small gym, maybe like just making sure you're not just sitting there on your phone or just kind of chatting away to the guy next to you, like be actively looking and watching, seeing if you can pick up little things about what the guys might be doing or what they might be working and stuff like that. Um, Nice stuff there. Yeah. um,
1: And I've uh, sorry just to butt in here, but this is my theory. Uh, oh okay i'm excited d- 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 for this because this- you build this before we started recording you went i've got a theory i'm not going to tell you what it is
0: but <laughs> i, I
1: want to see if you agree you might think it's complete bullshit but okay. <laughs> okay i'm ready right so this is my theory so sometimes um you you get some guys who uh develop their jiu game um at a higher rate than other guys yeah Mm-hmm. Um, even though they've been training for the same amount of time and do the same amount of sessions. Yeah. Okay. So here, here's here's the theory, and this is also um, it does apply to being injured because it's the whole mindset when you can't train. Yeah. So right, let's take for instance football. Football is our national sport, yeah. pretty much yeah. as a country. No, fair. Yeah. Right. Uh, we're brought up pretty much playing it at school. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's always on the TV, so we're yeah. always constantly watching it. We're always constantly immersed in this football yeah culture and every time you watch a game you you're subconsciously taking in yeah how the game is played yeah you know you're watching people how they kick a football um the tactics in in play formations and things like that problem is when people when most people start doing jiu-jitsu they just go to class and that's it they don't go home they don't go watch matches they don't watch like uh documentaries or something this is to begin with this is um and things like that. So it's like they're not immersing. They're only just going to class to do jujitsu. So you get two guys, right? Um, and even only if they're going, they both go twice a week yep. to jujitsu. But one of them, when he's at home, he's watching jujitsu matches all the time. Mm-hmm. So he's learning subconsciously, learning every time he watches these matches. Yeah, because you break down these matches in your head. He's like, oh, that guy moves like this, and you see how the pros move in that. Yeah, and then. You're basically you're 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 teaching yourself visually as well, and then you've yeah. got the other guy. All he does is he just comes to jujitsu. He might, yeah, he loves jiu-jitsu, but guaranteed that guy who is constantly watching jujitsu matches, you know, keeping himself must kind of like how we are with football. Yep, he is going to produ- he's going to accelerate his learning so much faster than the other guy, and that and that's why I think so. When you're injured as well, and you're at home, say you can't make it to class, well. You'd normally be at class and in, in that time, let's say from half seven till nine in the evening. So why not watch just why not watch like an hour of just like professional jiu-jitsu matches or something like that? Yeah, you know, watch it. every what, what do we do? Like every Saturday, oh the football's on. Let's go and watch the football. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Why not do that for jujitsu? Yeah. Because and and that that is my theory of how people um learn quicker and stuff. You it's just about immersing yourself in it. I think there's something in it. I think I think you I think broadly
0: speaking you're right. Yeah. I think naturally, if you have someone who... If you have two people start at the same time, they're the same body shape, same size, if essentially the same person. Yeah. One goes home from class and watches and just immerses themselves in in MMA, in technique videos, in all of this sort of stuff, and one person doesn't. The person who does has to progress quicker. Yeah. Surely has to. But I think some of it as well is to do with um how you learn. So some people are quite good visual learners, so you can watch things and pick it up. Yeah. Some people are more I think it's called kinesthetic, like where you are actually hands-on learning. So for example, for like if you are a very good visual learner, you could watch a few technique videos on YouTube and go Oh yeah, actually, broadly speaking, I've got that down mm. now. Whereas, if you are more of a practical learner, you're going to have to be like, yeah, no, I don't really get that. I need someone to show me, yeah,
1: physically how it works. So, I think broadly speaking, you are right. Yeah, but I, I just think that the whole thing I'm on about is just it is just literally about immersing yourself. Yeah. In jiu jitsu. It's not like you just come to class and that's the only time you jiu jitsu. I think I think I think that attitude is fine Yeah. as long as you don't then in a
0: year's time start going to yourself, Well, why is everybody else, you know, moving on quicker than me? As long as you know that you just want to go to jujitsu. Yeah, I wanna yeah. go to jujitsu, I wanna train, I wanna go home. Yeah, I'll wash my gi and I'll come back next day. Yeah,
1: that's the thing. That's e- fine. Every- Yeah, as everyone- long as that's
0: your approach, don't then start moaning if all the guys who are absolutely loving it yeah. start
1: progressing quicker than you. Yeah, and everyone's like I say, everyone's got their own reasons for doing jiu-jitsu and things like that. Um but I'm just I'm just talking generally. Um I think people who do immerse themselves in in, in watching in watching jiu-jitsu and, you know, following it as it is like a sport, they they gen- genuinely tend to uh advance at a quicker rate. I think so. And I think
0: um, I think there's just no advert for just being enthusiastic. Just I, I, no, sorry, no substitute for just being enthusiastic. I think I I'm I'm blessed anyway because it's kind of my attitude in life and this sounds quite quite ridiculous, but I'm an enthusiast about everything. Yeah. I I it's become this is kind of broader than just jiu-jitsu. Like I think it's become weirdly for some reason quite unfashionable these days to be really enthusiastic I've, about I, anything yeah. I like think it's being enthusiastic is somehow uncool yeah i don't get that i don't get it i at don't all. get it at i think all. it's stupid and I, I that i'm enthusiastic about pretty much everything in life i'm enthusiastic about meeting new people doing new things i try and approach everything with a kind of really excited right mm. this is great like this is really exciting and positive I'm, I'm gonna see what i can do from this and they might not enjoy it but hey we'll find out yeah I think that as opposed to this kind of oh right well yeah no I don't know about that Actually, it's not that cool like this kind of weird yeah sort of if, if somehow if you're enthusiastic it's it's uncool I think the best thing you can do to try and progress you know quickly whether you're injured or whether you're not It's just to be an enthusiast about it, and about going to training, showing up on time, getting the early drills in, uh, getting the early rolls in, watching the technique videos, you know, it's just about that. And, you know, as well, we've said it before, it's discipline as well. So I've gone off on one here a bit, but like (laughs) I clearly need to get this out of my my system. But, um, yeah, I think it's just discipline as well, you know, being disciplined. That's a big deal for returning from injury as well. You know, if you go to a physio and a physio gives you exercises to do. Make sure you do, do the
1: exercises. Make sure you do And don't rush it as well. Uh, There's too many guys... Uh, and I, I'm guilty. Yeah. I, I am 100% guilty of this. Um, uh, I, I I try not to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, but um, the worst thing you can do is, is rush back too quickly from an injury. Um, because you're... Uh, Inevitably, you're only going to delay yourself longer. You're going to put yourself back and then you're going to be out of training again for longer So make sure you do the rehab properly um, You know build the strength back up from wherever you you've been injured uh, and do it properly and um, and another good example of this is um, Is having a mindset after training Of, for instance um, So when I broke my leg when I came back training i was adamant i wanted to get back on the mats as soon as possible yeah and um even if it was you know just to do just sit in guard or something or you know just just do an arm bar just do a drill yeah. or something so when i first came back um training when i did roll well i didn't really roll i just laid on my back mm-hmm. and just let pe- people put me inside control and that's all i did for like about four to six weeks right something like that i just laid on my back In bottom side control, but do you know what? That forced me to get really good at side bottom side control defense. Um, because you wouldn't normally do that in a roll. You would you wouldn't normally for about six weeks running. You would not put yourself on the bottom side control every single roll. No, because you don't want to get smashed every single roll because it's horrible. Exactly. Um, and plus as well, you you, mentally you're like, oh, I just I want to try something different, but because of the injury I had. It forced me to do that, and I'm very thankful of it so now. It's kind of like a silver lining, really. It is, yeah, and I'm very thankful of it now, and and that's why you have to look at the positives. Now, my, my bottom side control game um, happened again when, when I came back from my knee surgery. Um, I just laid down on the bottom. And I'm so comfortable now yeah. um, from being on the bottom. That I, I've now developed a lot of attacks from bottom side control as well, as well as just defending. Yeah. So that that's that's another really good thing as well. So it's just you know don't get down about it. Like oh I can't do this, I can't do that. Just focus on one position. M- maybe uh, you want to start off laying on your back, um, and the guy puts you in full mount. But yeah. hey, let's let's just. Have four weeks of that. If you if you can do four weeks of just laying in uh, bottom on the mount all the time, you, of course your mount escapes are going to get better. Yeah. you know Because you're only just training that one facet of jiu-jitsu. Yeah. So.
0: They'll have to. This leads quite nicely and neatly on as well to adapting your style to cope with injuries. And I guess this is a bit more injuries slash disabilities, things like that. So kind of if you are coming to jiu-jitsu and you already have... Um, kind of problems with your knees for example or stuff like that the the way that jiu-jitsu is it's so versatile Mm. so many different styles yeah like don't ever feel that you can't adapt the way in which you roll to a to a certain injury that you have i mean some of the best guys at our club have got injuries or problems with their knees things like that and they will just tap you left, right, and centre because they've adapted their game around that. Yeah. So there's always a chance, even if you do get injured. And, I mean, you were saying to me as well that you've had to change your game, you know, once or twice, once fairly fundamentally as a result of your leg and knee injuries. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Well, I even had uh, shoulder injuries as well. Um, I mean, to be honest, I've probably not been kind to my body, throughout the years not just jiu-jitsu no, no, you know no. there's a lot of other things going on as well um but yeah my my whole game is completely adapted around these injuries now so at, at first you, you see it, it was like oh i can't do this anymore i can't do that but it forces you to get good and better in other areas and then all of a sudden you've adapted this new game of uh jiu and now all of a sudden that is your game you know i i know i know my knee's not good for uh Uh, for like scrambles like I'm not very good at scrambles at the moment because I don't especially on my left side because I I just don't have um, that stability in my need to do that but uh, I'm more than comfortable to um, you know play off my back and play it slow and on top I'm more of a slow grinding methodical passer because you know I'm not I don't quite have that um, uh, that explosiveness anymore to do you know quick Toriando passes or anything like that um, you know so I like to uh take it old school, you know, heavy hit, slow grind, like Hodge Gracie style passing. Yeah, you know, which is but I love that now. That is that's become my game and that is so suited now to to how my body feels. That's the most efficient way my body can work with what I with how it's feeling at yeah, the moment.
0: Yeah. Exactly. That's a really good way of summing it up. And you know, there's always stuff too like, you know, say you've got really bad knees, you know, okay, you're not going to be able to lock up triangles left, right, and centre, but you're going to get really good at Kimuras, and yeah. um, you're going to get really good at chokes, and you know it's. And also, I think as well, some, you know, this is something I've been slightly guilty of in my progression so far. You can just get a bit like, oh, okay, well, you can get a bit submission focused, and I think, um, and we were saying this right at the start when we were mucking about chatting before we started properly that you know it's position before submission yeah but sometimes like i think i was saying to you i was i'm trying to work on i'm working on a lot of cross-collar chokes at the moment so i'm trying to drill it loads to make sure i've got a really good attack just in my arsenal and then i'll start thinking about doing other things but i was saying to you oh i need um i need to uh work something else off uh, this cross-collar choke if it doesn't work Mm. and i need another attack and you were like you you kind of said to me well you I don't, you don't need to attack you, you can just take the back and yeah. i was like yeah of course and i think <laughs> i think the thing is you know if you think to yourself oh I, i've got an injury which means i can't lock up triangles left right and center it's like well don't worry about that just get yourself to another position yeah where you can start submitting like you can still move people around in positions and things like that i, I yeah.
1: think no 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 yeah I, I, yeah i 100 percent agree yeah. yeah um
0: yeah so that's kind of it really on injuries today I had a bit of a rant Josh told us a theory <laughs> uh, it, it was all good um if you want more uh, two geese in a pod um, all of our episodes so far are on iTunes if you are just listening to this one for the first time and you haven't heard any of the others uh, you can give us a like on Facebook just search for two geese in a pod uh, and um, also we've got our website which is two geese in a pod com you can email us. It's two pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Or oh, we've got our official one. cj At, uh, at two geesinapod.com. No. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I've got that wrong. <laughs> I know so I it's think like it's gonna be C E E J-A-Y at two twogiesinapod.com I think we've got too many, haven't we? I think we've got too many email addresses. Uh, (laughs) And um, we should say we train... uh, You you give the club a plug. (laughs) Uh, Brothers for Life,
1: Kings Lynn, Brazilian
0: (laughs) Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, that's it. So we train out of Brothers for Life uh, gym, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in in Kings Lynn. uh, And first class is free if you want to come along and have a go. And uh, just uh, a thing as well... If you're listening to this and you are a lady, we have had lots, uh, I say lots, we've had more than we've ever had before. Yeah, we've definitely. Got girls started coming to training now. So if you're thinking, oh God, the last thing I want to do is turn up in front of all these men and start having a go at this like don't worry because there are girls now at the gym as well so if you fancy coming down (laughs) that's fine Uh, nice one Uh, well we'll do this again next week we're going to see if we can get coach on next week which will be good definitely
1: and one last uh, piece of advice ice oh ice those injuries boys and girls okay ice those injuries and strap them up you saved the best till last
0: Uh, I like it okay (laughs) cheers Josh thank you thank you very much